Are you ready? Are you really ready? Can you dig it? Because of the obvious threat to untold numbers of citizens, and because of the crisis which is even now developing, this radio station will remain on the air day and night. Can you happen, man? Can you happen? What is up, everyone? Welcome to episode number 21 of Man is Screwed. I am Tangent. With me, as always, is the Beamy. Good evening again, everybody. And, of course, uh, Frognuts... Ben, whatever. Nice. Oh, yeah. And today we are joined, aside from Ben's frog nuts, by a special guest host. And uh, this person you, well, you know from Monday Night Magic. It just happens to be the most hated man in the MTG cast, Jack. What is up? Hey, everybody. How are you? And you, you can't get enough of me, really, in one podcast, so you can now send me double the hate mails on one manuscript this week. <laughs> yeah, you can take some we of that hate mail away from me for a change. Yeah, we yeah, better get extra hate mail this week, man. If not, then you're fired, man. You can't come back. <laughs> you aren't doing your job. I'm going to make you unemployed. No one will ever podcast with you again. <laughs> Lather me with your hate. Just rub it all over me, people. Yeah. Ben would like to lather you with his hate, I'm sure, but we won't get into that right now. Lather you with my thoctar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, let's see. This week on the on the show, we have a little bit of Grand Prix Portland discussion. That's one, one of the things that's been up. Uh, I think Beamy has a special announcement, and, uh, of course, we have Jack on here to just generally BS with us, so... That we've got that going for us, and uh, anything else, Beamy, that's on the agenda that I am not thinking of. Absolutely not. Let's make it simple tonight. Yeah, simple's probably best for me because uh, Ben and I had a weekend that started at two o'clock in the morning Saturday morning. So basically, Friday after I got off work. Uh, I crashed for about two hours, and Ben and I got on the road to Portland to go ahead and uh, basically drive for six hours and have a quick breakfast and then go register for the tournament. So we pretty much had almost no sleep when we started out, and then we played in tournaments until 11 o'clock, 11.30, something like that, Ben? No, well... Well, your your last tournament that you were in, your scrub tournament or whatever, that didn't end until like midnight or so. Well, right. we got to the hotel about midnight. Yeah, so, so it was the around... Scrub a tournaments are all the tournament, the side tournaments they have because you scrubbed out of the main event. Right. That, yeah, exactly. That's what Tangent did. Right. Yeah. I've got a giant middle finger here uh, waiting for <laughs> you, man, so you can sit on it. Okay. I got a giant something else for you. <laughs> no, it's not giant, trust me. Anyway, not that I would know or anything. It's, it's kind of woolly. <laughs> I mean, you guys are close, that's all right. I mean, it's it, it's all right to have a bromance every now and then. I think. Yeah, let's just hey, say we, I wouldn't have wanted to be there. Right? Yeah, right. I wouldn't have wanted to be the hidden cameras in the room that night. Just kidding. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah. So okay, we get there at like eight 
what was it like eight o'clock, eight thirty in the morning, something like that. Yeah. And uh, and we register for the tournament, and it's the tournament says basically that it starts at ten. But I don't think we even started. Did we even start digging into our packs until like ten thirty or so, something like that? Uh, yeah, it's about that. Yeah, around ten thirty. And then I don't believe we started our actual games until close to noon. That's that is correct. Yeah, and then and then so we we started the games and uh, each round, of course, goes close to an hour. Well, there were so many problems because there were so many people there and because the event wasn't organized the way that it... Normally, if you have so many people, there was over 1,300, almost 1,400 people. If you have that many people, they actually break it into two groups and and then you, you basically have a top 64, like the 64 players moving on in each group. But instead, they they didn't know how to run it that way. And so they ran it in just one huge group. And as a result, there was just tons of problems. And uh, the first round, in between the first and the second round, there was close to an hour of wait. It was it was ridiculous. It's all like, you know, you start moving towards the boards, you know, where they have the pairings and shit, because you want to, you know, you want to get up there fast so you can actually get your thing, so you can sit down first, get all your stuff ready when the match starts. But it's like... People started getting up there and stuff. Eventually, it's like, okay, well, I guess it's time to get up there, go up there, and just stand there for 40 minutes. It was it was out of control. Exactly, because you want to be, uh, you know, one of the first, in, or at least, you know, up there in line, because you don't want to stand there at, for 10 minutes trying to look for your name. Wow. You want to be able to. You don't want it. You don't want to get your wrong table number and then find out it's the wrong one, then have to go back and find out what it is, and you know. Yeah, and you only have so much time to get to your to your actual event. So, the main thing is, is we we went and stood in these stupid lines. And granted, I, luckily I had like Smitty there to BS with and stuff. So. Uh, you know, at, he was close to my board, so I was able to go and actually talk to someone. Ben standing basically over there by himself because there's no. Yeah, I was uh, a lot yeah. jacking off in my pants and stuff. Right, you know? so really not that different than normal. But uh, yeah, basically we uh, we waited an hour in between game one and two, or match one and two. And then from then on, it went progressively down, but it was still, it was like the next one was like 40 minutes, and then after that, if there were like three or four that were like 30 minutes, but I don't think there was any round that was less than 20, 25 minutes in between round yeah. rounds. And initially, as soon as we started, they announced that instead of the usual like eight rounds, which is what most most of them seem to be, it was 10 because there were so many people there. So 10 starting at noon with a minimum of a half hour in between rounds uh, just means, well, basically, it was going to go on until almost 4 in the morning, but they ended up cutting off the last round because it was just going to go too long, and they were doing the last right. round on Sunday, um, which I don't know. Right, so it was 10, it was ten rounds of limited which was all supposed to be done the first day, but yeah, eventually sealed. it's like 9 at night, and they're all like, okay, guys, we're going to do round 10 tomorrow. Right. So then, you know, they did the first round, or the last round, so you had to keep your deck together and everything, do the last round of limited uh, in the morning, and then move on to the draft. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'll go ahead and just say, like, I did not, I was not at all excited about my pool. There was, of of the rarest that I got, 
And and you can tell me basically if you think any of these rares is something that you would want to play. But um, the rares that I got are, I mean, why would I want to play Primeval Titan? Why would I want to play that? Uh, you know, let's see, Frost it's not Titan. Same, you're playing constructed right now. No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I I uh, I I only wish I had seen anything even remotely like that. Let's see. Let's start out with. Steel Overseer. Now, granted, some people were playing him when they got him, but to me, I just I couldn't see leaving a creature just sitting there as a blocker for a long I, period of time I until saw him, it was finally. Big. I saw him a lot. I saw him a lot. You know, and people were building him up, and then I'd excommunicate him. But you know, he did come out, and they were always like a problem. It's like, uh, I you know, it's like you don't want to waste a removal on it when it's small because it's just a piece of shit. And he's not going to chump block with it, but he's like, just, you know, comes out on turn two, right? I mean, then just progressively gets bigger for the rest of the game until you figure out how to solve the problem. So. Right, but you hit it right uh, on the head, basically. You're just you're just. Well, I mean, bad, yeah, but right? then I didn't, so, by excommunicating that, it was like I couldn't actually stop something that actually, you know, could solve No, it. I know, I know. And I, I can see where he could be okay, but okay, is really all that I see. I mean, yeah, I mean it's not a great card, but I mean it is. It's easy to play because it's right. colorless. So yeah, and he um, pumps himself. So. Okay, we can we get over your uh, your Woody for the Steel Overseer now. Yeah, that's right, okay, man. Good, uh, good. Your Steel Overseer, man. What was what that, Bimi? What you missed, guys, is on the actual video coverage, which was. I think it was. I know it was horrible for you guys sitting there and waiting. Uh huh. You'd watch the match, and all of a sudden it'd be done, and there'd be like no explanation of why nothing's happening. Like <laughs> oh yeah, so it's showing it. Out. Uh, you think we got an explanation on why nothing was happening? <laughs> no, I assumed it. We're just standing around like, oh god, I wonder why they haven't started the, the match. The only yet. reason we ever did get an explanation as to why something's happening is because I know one of the we we know one of the judges, and I went and found him and talked to him about it. But other than that, yeah, they weren't making any announcements or anything as to why it was taking forever. Believe me. Well, here's the thing. They do this, and that's just kind of driving me nuts. And I'm watching it, and, you know, they're they're doing the best. And what's hilarious is they would get, like, like Brian Keebler would come on there, and he'd be there for, like, 20 minutes. And all of a sudden he'd go, like, oh, wait, actually, we must go now. I think the pairings are finally up. And it was like, really? It's that bad? Yeah, it's really that bad. I mean, I actually had a conversation with Smitty that got deleted um, because the the recorder that I got is stupid. And uh, anyway, I got a conversation with him where I basically was interviewing about him about and his crew about how much it sucked. But uh, so, hey Jack, have you played very much uh, M11? Yeah, actually, um, I've it's pretty popular at the store I'm going to right now. So uh, yeah, I've drafted it quite often. Okay, so now what a steel overseer is that something that you see played a lot in you know in a sealed pool? Not really. I mean, usually it's kind of like it's not a bad card. It's like uh, I believe it was. Uh, I'm sorry, I lost your name there for a minute. Let's do roundabout introductions again because I'm <laughs> a horrible person that wasn't paying attention. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> Tangent. Okay. 
that Ben, this is where you come in and say Ben. But anyway, Ben's okay, the, ben. Ben's the yeah, exactly. Ben, I'm the only other guy talking. So, yeah, I'm, ben. <laughs> I'm the guy. I'm the guy staying around silent, waiting for the end of the show. Yeah, right. you were on their you were on their show, man. He knows who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ben. It's like Ben was saying. I mean, it presents a problem sometimes with the removal, but I mean, not like at two mana. There's this, there's other things you might want to do. You might want to ramp into like I don't know your Elvish Arch Druid or something like that. Of course, and I play with a bunch of scrubs where I'm from, so like my opinion is probably not the best. Well, I mean, to me, it's, it's, it's a, not it's not a bomb or anything. It's not a great card. No, it's no. not like oh, I'm so glad my rare was this fucking douchebag. It's like it's playable. I mean, it is playable because it's what playable. other two casting cost guy are you gonna play? It's literally yeah, like a blocker the, that sits like, there until hopefully he's not removed and becomes something better. I mean, that's really well, all it and is, even, But if he does get removed, that just opens the door for your other shit that you actually, you know, he's the two casting cost guy who can get removed. Okay. So then when your five casting cost guy is going to kick some fucking ass right. comes out, it's like, oh, you waste your removal on some two casting cost douchebag who just sat there and fucking tapped all, all day. Okay, well, yeah, well I mean, let's there's put... always like the dumbass interactions with Triskelion if you really want to get that yeah, yeah. with it. Well, too. no, if I had Triskelion, then there's obvious reasons to do it, but I don't. I mean, you know, I, I that would definitely make me consider it something decent. As it is, Steel Overseer by himself to me didn't seem like a very good plan, but but okay, I, I, maybe I need to rethink that. It's not a, it's not a good, I'm, I'm not saying that's like why you lost. I, right. You lost because you're a bad player. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> of course. You know, that card's not, it's not like, oh, I'll just fucking throw it away because, you know, I'm just going to play some other, like, grizzly bears because I don't want to play this guy who taps all, all day. Right, exactly. Well, well you, that's the way I feel. I'm trying to be somewhat aggressive, right? Well, what yeah. you missed about being aggressive was is on the second day coverage when they did the draft. Uh-huh. There was a guy, and I forgot who it was that was on there, who turned Steel Overseer and Omnithopter into an unstoppable attacking machine. The the Ornithopter, awesome. Yeah, but see, I mean, that's that's really like best case scenario, right? I mean, say you get one Ornithopter and one Steel Overseer, that's counting on a two card combo to have a O2 flyer that literally a wasted card in your deck unless you get I mean, that still overseer. I would never first pick I mean in a draft I'd never pick that guy, you know, not unless it was like, oh, there's nothing left in my color that's even, you know, worth a shit, you know, I guess I might as well grab right. this rare. Okay, but, so you know. well, here moving on so that we don't spend all the time on this one card here. I just wanted to get your opinions on it, but uh Temple Bell, yeah. Mhm. Okay, so uh, maybe if I had a mill option, which I did but didn't, uh, Necrotic Plague, which, you know, I mean, again. <laughs> it's fucking hard to, hard to use. Someone I'm actually sorry, man. That. Yeah, exactly. One guy did actually use it on me, and it was like, all it did was stall the game out, because it was fucking stupid. Phylactery Lich, which, but... right, right. Yeah, I saw you actually using it, and you, you played it right, too, against that guy, so... Well, he played it, and he played it on my guys, but it came down to it was like every all this shit's bouncing back and forth, and then the last target on the table is mine. And it's no, a I know. Night, so I'm saying you played <laughs> against it right, is what I was saying, is what I meant. So Yeah, I, I don't like that card at all. Um, Phylactery Lich, uh, I, I like Phylactery Lich, don't get me wrong, but he's so color-intensive that it makes him very hard to play, not to mention the fact he's artifact-reliant. Um Leyline of Sanctity, 
Ley Line of Vitality. I got the double Ley Line combo, which everyone is always looking forward to getting when they open their sealed pool. Um, so basically, I, I really had six arguably unplayable rares. Not that they're not, you know, you can't sideboard anything in, or not that, you know, the Phylactery Lich isn't a decent card. But the other problem is, is I was very white and very black as far as, like, I had to choose pretty much between one of those two colors because I had things like Corrupt and the Phylactery Lich. But at the same time, in white, I had Sarah Angel and two Armored Ascensions. So to me, it seemed like a much better idea to play the two Armored Ascensions because those, to me, are kind of a bomby card. And the other, like, the black cards were very reliant on... Like, okay, to me, okay, I don't know about you guys, but to me, a Armored Ascension, say, is a much better card with only two planes than a Corrupt is with only two Swamps. Correct. Right, so so to me, it was... a lot better of a choice to go with white rather than black. I really couldn't run both of them because they were so they both required so much of their color that it it just didn't make sense to me to run both. So I ended up going white green and uh just real quickly just tell you I had a uh, excommunicate palace guard that's kind of, you know, just quasi removal. I didn't really have removal hardly at all. I had one condemn that was my real removal and a uh, ice cage. So, and then I had a, I did have a crystal ball, which is always awesome. Uh, Wild Griffin, Duskdale Worm for a big beater, two Sylvan Rangers to fix my mana because I did end up splashing blue. Um, I had two giant spiders, Stormfront Pegasus, and the reason why I splashed blue was for an Azure Drake and a Four C. Um, other than that, I had a Greater Basilisk, just a crappy Runeclaw Bear, an Assault Griffin, a uh, Warlord's Axe, Spined Worm, the Ice Cage, an Infantry Veteran, Condemn, Sorcerer Strongbox, which I often sideboarded out because it just seemed to like waste my time, and then uh, two Armored Ascension and Sarah Angel. So I really was, I didn't have a ton of great bombs. I I had some solid cards, but it was just... I mean, you know, the the very first matchup... The first matchup I won, a guy that didn't really play Magic a whole lot. The second matchup, I lost to Overwhelming Stampede twice. Um, And then the third matchup, I lost to Sleep twice. So, you know, these big bomby, like, hit-you-all-at-once cards ended up stomping my face. And I lost, you know, I lost my armored ascensions to removal and different things. It was just a bad, it was a bad game for me. I didn't, I had no counter spells. I had no way to protect my stuff. I had very little removal. So I just, I wasn't real excited when I saw it, but I did try and make it work and went two and three. And enough of my yakking. Well, thanks for the encouragement on this one. Hey, I tried, man. I tried. I don't, I, you know, I mean, if if you think there's really something that, you know, maybe I missed, or if you think I should have gone in black because I had the Flactory Lich, I'd be happy to hear about it. But, you know, just all all in all, I, I thought two Armored Ascensions was pretty solid. You know, it's it can definitely win you the game if it's played right. And Sarah Angel's pretty hard to argue with. But those are really my bomb, bomb-ish type cards anyway. 
Well, like I said, yeah. you could only play with what you had. Right. Really. Right. No, I mean, you can I always cheat, it. dude. You don't. You can play with whatever you want. <laughs> you know, you'll probably get disqualified at some point. Oh yeah, that's true. I could cheat. I should start cheating more. I'd be a lot better. Yeah, you'd actually, you'd actually win. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. <That> low. <laughs> I did sideboard in the ley line of sanctity one time to beat a guy who had hit me in the previous game with two lava axes, though. So that felt pretty good. It literally shut him down. He couldn't do anything. It was funny. And then, oh yeah, and and to beat him, he uh, he acidic slime put an acidic slime into play. I had armor ascension. I was going to kill him on the next turn. He, I was just hoping he didn't have naturalized or something. He played acidic slime, and I immediately went to go grab my armor ascension like an idiot and just and get rid of my, get rid of it. And he uh, he targeted the ley line of sanctity. I was just Ooh. like, okay. <laughs> He's, I was, he's like, the next turn. what was that? Yeah, then well, he had, yeah, he had three turn. life, and I had a four-four flyer. So he, he just, he then as soon as, well, yeah, I was getting ready to attack. He's like, well, I'll block with the acidic slime. I was like, uh, it's flying. Oh, <laughs> you know, that's that's what it took for me to win as someone who was playing like that, you know. But anyway, so Ben, who had a much better story to tell, how did your tournament go? Ah, uh, you know, it went pretty well. Um, you know, if you want to actually see my deck, all you got to do is go to manascrewedpodcast.com and read the article I wrote about it. Um, you know, I had Platinum Angel, Sarah Angel, Bird's Paradise, Fauna Shaman, um, which isn't all that intriguing, but, uh, you know, I actually I had three Assault Griffins, too, which is pretty awesome. So I was, was pretty dedicated to white flying. Um you had and blinding mage went. too, didn't you? What's that? Didn't you have blinding mage and stuff? Uh, yeah, one blinding mage and a condemn and a pacifism. Um, you know, I guess guess if you, yeah, just you know, you can go read my article if you want to hear about that. But, yeah, uh, I don't really. I don't know. As far as the event, the event was pretty pretty awesome. You know, it's like I don't know if you play Magic, you know, you know, you get matched up against people who are just like complete fucking dick faces. You know, and and this time I just happened to like everyone I played against was totally cool. Right, you were the dick even, face. Even yeah. as we we're getting later in the day, you know, usually after after you know the first three rounds were pretty casual, like super casual, because I was like all the people who get eliminated in the first three rounds were playing then, <laughs> you know, and so it was pretty casual. None of the none of the uh, pros were in it yet because they were all still not playing. And you know, after after the first three rounds, and you know they passed their buys, then it was like people were getting more and more serious throughout the day, and they're just like the pressure is building. Every match, it's like, oh well, you know, you're you're being paired against people who have similar similar records to you, so it's like everyone's like, oh well, if I if I lose this match, I'm out. You know, it's like I'm not gonna have enough points to make it if I lose this match, and it's like that's the way it was the whole time. It's like, oh, so it's all kind of elimination round every round we were playing. So that was I don't know. I actually I did play against uh, uh, Philip Bow, who uh, made fourth. So I'll give a shout out to him. He was pretty cool. We we're uh, we we're playing. Well, I, I brought out a Sarah Angel, right? And he had uh, Crystal Ball out, and he. So at the end of my turn, he's like, okay, crystal ball for two. Looks at him, thinks about it for a second, puts him on the bottom. Okay, that's cool. It's like, okay, untap, upkeep, crystal ball again. Look at two more cards, like, sitting there for a second, puts him on the bottom. I'm just like, 
And, you know, we're just, you know, we're pretty silent at this point. I'm just like, it's like, oh, man, you're just searching for some removal. And at that point, we, we just, like, we started busting up laughing because it's, like, it's so obvious what he was doing. And just, like, we were just so, like, we're so intently focused on the game that it was just, like, to us at the time, it was it was just hilarious. And we just started busting up laughing. And then he doom bladed my Sarah Angel, and I stopped laughing. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, Because that's what he drew. He, like, drew, 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 oh, doom blade. It's like, oh, fucking stupid. So... Took him five cards to get there, but he got there. And he he had a, his deck was very similar. This was round eight, so his deck was very similar to mine. Um, he had a lot of white flyers, which is how I was really kicking a lot of ass. Is the fact that I had just so many flyers that even if I was trading with people, it's like I have another flyer coming out the next turn. It's just like always, always, always white flyers. And he had like a similar thing. Only he had crystal ball, which was just really you know. It's like a war of attrition, and he just like had the attrition deck, and I just couldn't like I just couldn't get it there at that point. So, but it was a great game, and everyone I played against was totally cool. Like no one, no one was just trying to be a douchebag and just like you know, it's like where you like you know inhale wrong or something. They're like judge, judge, he farted, he farted. <laughs> like, no. Well, no, geez, you'd have the judge called on you all the time. Thing. Yeah, dude, I was farting up a storm, dude. It's like. Just drinking like three five hour energies and like Mountain Dew and you know the nasty fucking pizza they sold there and stuff. You know it's like <laughs> it's like Art City, dude. It's like hey, it's just kind of kind of send it over to the guy next to you so everyone thinks he's farting and yeah. You played like but, two girls in the tournament too, which was uh which was pretty unusual because there wasn't that many. I was playing. I was completely surprised. I'm like I was like oh it's her, her it's like someone's name is Emmy. I was like. It's probably a dude, anyways. You know, it doesn't matter that her name is Emmy. You know, it's like it's probably some dude. It's kind of like Kelly Reed. Emma, it's like his some name's dude. like Emma Aldo or some shit. You know, you don't know what the fuck it is. So, but yeah, I played against a couple girls, and they were they're really like I I two would against most of my opponents except for the girls, and all the girls was like it's like one and one. Well, the first first one I played against it was a draw, which really that was like the you know like my first match. I'm like, okay, let's go start going, and we draw. And I'm just like, oh my god, my deck sucks so bad. This is gonna be horrible. So I should have played player. black. I should just, you know, fuck this. I'm. This is gonna suck bad. And then it's just like, you know, eventually I'm like, uh, I'm like, pretty much if I believe in my deck, I'm gonna do way better than if I'm just like feeling bad about it. You know, it's like, and that's the that's the thing with limited. It's like, oh well, what's what's the best deck in here? You know, you don't even if you have a really shitty pool, it doesn't really matter. You know, as long as it's like, as long as you made the best out of it that you possibly could, you know. And then it's like later you're looking back, it's like, oh, I should have played this, I should have played this, and you got all these regrets. You're like, oh man, if I would have just had this card, I'd be doing super cool right now. But you know, it's like sometimes you get that feeling, and it can just like it can just fuck you over because you're just like, you think your deck's gonna lose, and if you think your deck's gonna lose, your deck is going to lose. Like it will. I mean, you'll make sure it does. Have you ever been to a Grand Prix, Jack? <laughs> Absolutely not. Like I don't know. I'm kind of fearful of the f- fart smell, apparently. And I don't know, like, <laughs> Dude, I've always I'll, like I'll sit next to you every. If you go to Grand Prix, I'm gonna come sit next to you and be like, Jack did it. <laughs> 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 we'll just like share a little bottle of Old Spice or something and pass around to the rest of the players and pray to God they use it. Oh. But uh, no, I've actually never been to a GP. Um, I've always like I take Magic very casually. Uh, I play at some of the very small, 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 small like a hundred, two hundred dollar cash events that are around um, where I'm from. 
And occasionally, like, I'll go to one of the quote-unquote bigger tournaments for, like, a From the Vault Relics or something like that. But, no, I'm mostly an EDH player. Um, the GPs, too, like, it's like you were saying, you're always fearful that you're going to have an all-day occurrence where you have nothing but just douchebag after douchebag player. And, I mean, I like socializing with people and everything when I'm playing, so if I had to put up with that, no, I would just, it, it would be crushing. I couldn't deal with it. Well, no, yeah, but I would really, I, oh, go ahead. Some people, like, you know, they want to be like that, but you can just, like, you can pretty much disarm them, you know, you can just kind of, like, make a little bit of small talk or something just to get them, get them more comfortable and not just, like, quite so fucking anal about it. I, well, I was sitting next to two guys who just, like, absolutely despised each other. Like, as soon as they sat down, they just both, like, they both farted and they both smelt it and they're like, ugh. And they're just like, calm the judge every three seconds, dude. Just every three seconds, you know. It's like, I'm farting over on them every once in a while just to get them to call the judge, you know. It's fucking great. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, see, see, you got like, I did have a guy who was being kind of a douchebag to me and I told Ben about this. I think you were there for part of it, but you were there after his cooler. Uh, this guy was basically just, he was just being an ass, uh, acting like I didn't know anything about magic and everything, and and it was I, at first I was just kind of being nice and being cool and just laid back like I usually try to be, but then when I realized what he was doing and trying to kind of intimidate me or whatever, he's uh, at one point he like taps one of his guys and he's like attack for four and I only had ground guys and he's like it's flying, and and uh, and I was like I just go I just go yeah. I'm aware of what it is like that. And after I said that, he was totally cool and like lighthearted, but it was like he just had to like have someone who wasn't just going to be like, "Oh, okay," you know, or whatever. He was just basically just trying to intimidate people and then when when he realized it just wasn't working, he stopped and he was just cool. But some people are like that. The only thing I would say, Jack, is that there are a lot of events there even if you decided you didn't want it to participate in the actual Grand Prix, the whole entire day there are side events going on. There's also places where casual magic is being played, places where EDH is being played. There's always something going on. So it's not like you have to be involved in the main, you know, where everyone's punching each other in the nuts tournament. You can be involved in, like... Whatever. Yeah. Well, just, I mean, yeah, you know. I, I know about that, but if you're going to go to something like that, you want to put it all on the line and try and win yeah, something, yeah. right? I mean, it is worth getting punched in the nuts for nine hours for a hey. chance at maybe, like, getting out a check. I agree, but you yeah, said but you didn't want... We're, we're afraid 90, of that 90, sort of thing. 90%, 90% of the people there are totally cool, man. People just want... They're just there to play Magic and have fun. Yeah, everyone wants to win, and there is a lot of pressure, so some people who would normally be just totally chilled out people are going to be, like, fucking, you know going crazy about it because they're just under so much stress and stuff but i mean everyone's pretty cool you know and usually as long as you just you know as long as you're not being a douchebag they're not going to like go out of their way to be a douchebag so you just kind of keep it you know i don't know as long as I, I always just try to talk to them a little bit just be like you know just just talk to them you know, I think it would be more entertaining if everybody had to show up drunk, personally. Right. <laughs> oh my then everybody God. would be forced into being nice. I mean, like, I think that would be a much more entertaining uh, tournament environment. And, like, in your underwear, yeah. you know? Something like that. Yeah, like, they should actually... Uh, hold no, I mean, did you, did you... Tangent, were you there? Did you... Did you yeah, some of those people? I was there. That's part of why I said it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't want... Well, that's why we have to show up to the GP drunk there. So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They'd all look great to you, Ben. There's no, amount of, there's no amount of alcohol in the world. There's just not enough alcohol in the world for that to happen. What know. are you talking about, man? You like riding <laughs> like, Wooly Thoktar. I, 
I'd, I'd have to use, yeah, man, I'd, I'd have to be, like, riding on a woolly doctor with, like, a hose full of tequila just washing these people down. So be like, oh, <laughs> you're so dirty. Just <laughs> be clean and drunk and put on some clothes. And what you're forgetting is, is all you need to do is have them have their baby powder, and they're fine. Yeah, yeah. they'll smell yeah, fresh really. and clean, and they might even be more personable. There you go. Well, speaking of baby powder, I guess I'll say some of the other things that had happened. Uh, one thing is I did meet up with uh, Conley for the first time in person. That was cool. I told you, you're an ass. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, meeting up with him and you know introducing myself and, and uh, shaking his hand and stuff like that. That was cool. And then uh, also uh, got to watch Smitty take on both Sam Black and Saito. That was pretty awesome, to say the least. Uh, he did beat Sam Black 2-0 and lost to Saito, Saito, which we can get into. I'll let them talk about that. But uh, And I also got to meet up with Jay Bush, which he was just awesome. So, you know, there were some, good, there were some pretty cool people there. Uh, I did kind of plug the show quite a bit when I, when I would, uh, was in matches with people and everything so that was cool um other than that when we finally left the tournament at like midnight uh we got back to the hotel room and this is this is our fun night here got back to the hotel room and uh they had given away our room so even though i called to make sure that they were going to be holding it and they said as long as i got there by one o'clock and if it was going to be later than that i needed to call them this was some other guy that was working and he said that earlier this girl had given away our room and it was like okay cool so he was going to move us to a different hotel and then decided not to move us to a different hotel and decided to clean this room that they had that i guess was just dirty from some previous people that were in there and uh so we basically waited for an hour and a half. We got into our room at like one thirty, finally. And, uh, yeah, so our 2 o'clock in the morning when we left town, having been up almost the entire day, and then getting there and playing all day long, and we still were not able to get to sleep until one thirty in the morning. So we slept for like four hours, and then we just decided, well, it was, I guess Ben slept a little longer than I did. But, uh... We decided to uh, just bail. We didn't actually do anything on Sunday because we were so freaking exhausted. It was like, do I want to sit in a PTQ for 10 hours or do I want to go home? Oh, man. I'd have stayed. What was that? I would have stayed. If we had had rest, man, we would have. It it wasn't like the 10 hours. Like I could have played Magic for another 10 hours. It was the fact that we would have played for 10 hours and then it would be midnight and then we need to drive home for six hours yeah. to get back so i'll go you know so we can go to work at eight in the morning off of fucking three more hours of sleep you know yeah. like for a total of, grand total of like 10 hours of sleep over you know four days and we were already jacked up i mean we, you have to realize like playing that whole day it's really hard to know exactly what that does to your body that whole day does a lot to you as it is without having been up for almost an entire night and then you know it trust me we i would have loved like well, i would have loved even if we played more even if we would have slept in man even if we would have been, been there the day before it's got a great night's sleep you're still there you get there at 10 you know you're or the game starting at 10 and you're playing till midnight just playing magic all day 
you know, no real breaks. Like they have the breaks in between, but it's not it's not like a set break where it's like, okay, guys, everyone go to lunch. You know, it's like, you know, if you want to eat, you gotta you know kick someone's ass or lose really bad so you can go grab some food in between right. matches and yeah. get back in there. You know, it's not, you know, there's I I definitely. I don't know. I don't really like the fact that, you know, it's like all these pros get these buys and stuff because it's just like, it's just such an advantage. It is. And not only, even even if, you know, it's not even the fact that they, it's just the fact that they don't even have to play, right? You know, if they, it's, you know, because it's kind of the thing, well, they, oh, well, they don't, they don't want to lose or suck out against a bunch of, you know, low level people who, who are still there. You know, they just want to, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, so they just want to, you know, I, I kind of understand it. Like, gives them incentive to get points and do all the stuff to get the buys and stuff. But it, it really is a slump. Just not having to play for that extra three games, which is like four, five hours of time. Well, that's why you just need to get up there playing. so you get the buys too, and you can stop bitching about it. Yeah, but then, well, it's, <laughs> it's, it is. It's a. It is an advantage, you know. And then not, not to mention the fact that they just automatically win the first three rounds. Which well, that's that's not nearly as. That's not nearly as bad as just being able to just like not you know be fully rested, ready to go. You know, it's like okay, it's it's four p.m. guys, let's let's get started. Yeah, I only need to win like four rounds out of six instead of seven of nine. You know? Oh, beat me! So, you, yeah, you will be happy to know that that guy who beat me in the uh, yes or, or that guy he bombed out almost immediately. He went like I think he won one game and just lost the next two or something. So, oh, so it was good. It was some uh, good karma going on there. The other question I have is: is they had this on the con? They had this on the coverage on GGS Live. Is if someone would have brought them a box of Voodoo Donuts, what the hell is up with the Voodoo Donuts? Are they that good? Uh, we did not go to Voodoo Donuts. I heard. I mean, people were wearing Voodoo Donuts shirts though, and I've I've read about them like. They have donuts in the shape of like voodoo dolls with like raspberry filling and a pretzel, pretzel or something sticking out of them. They're like, they have just. I supposedly they're really good. I don't know, man. I have like what I consider to be one of the best donut places in the that I've ever been to here in Spokane. So I don't know what their idea of the best donuts are, but I, you know, I'd have well, to. Well, you gotta try love them. their tagline though, because it's the magic is in the hole. <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess that's, that's why Magic players love it so much because they oh, like to their put their magic in the creepy. hole. Yeah, they, it's the magic is in the hole, and they have these very like odd turd-shaped donuts with pretzel sticking in them. <laughs> their their webpage is really entertaining. I think we have to go in. Yeah, it looks like it'd be fun, but I, I you know, it sounds like it'd be fun, but I mean, I I don't know if their donuts are so spectacular or it's just more the idea that it's a cool place. You know what I mean? Oh, these look like a heart attack waiting to happen, though. They have them, like, lodged with cereal bits and everything else on them. <laughs> they, nice. They were giving away four-day passes to Gen Con if you got them some. Wow. I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> you know, one of the things uh, that's funny is the, the D-bag that, that I was, you know, talking about. Yeah. In some way, he's connected to Smitty. Like I don't know, like he his friends I know know Smitty, so I don't know if he knows Smitty or not. But it's just kind of funny to me because uh, the guy is such a douchebag that it just bugs me. But I but you know what the cool thing is he did end up bowing out to his friend, 
and letting him have the three buys. So I'm less irritated by him than I was before. Give him five minutes to live instead of six. Yeah, exactly. Congratulations. Well, I didn't get a chance to play him, or I would I would have liked to, you know, played him. But I know based on my uh, on my record and my deck that I probably would have lost. But you know, I would have tried anyway. That's all you can do. That's yeah, true. Really. So, Beamy, yeah. you have some interesting news too. Uh, yeah, um, I uh, had been talking with. Uh, my wife and talking with the guys from the A show and today I decided to go out and with approval and blessing from my lord above um, got the actual pass card or passport card to be able to go to Canada and go to GP Toronto that is awesome man that is very awesome so now it's got to, I've got to be in your corner supporting you as you go to GP Toronto and try and represent Ben almost made day two. That's plenty of representation right there. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I d- I didn't really appreciate having like my worst actual showing in a major event, but it was okay. I mean, I I don't feel too bad about it. Learning experience, you know. It can't always be perfect, but you know the thing about it is, is you guys had a lot of fun, and you know, you went up That's- there and you did the best you could. I, I do have to say, it's the last time. It's like, there's no reason to leave at 2 in the morning, man. No, like, we're leaving on. It, yeah. just, it fucking sucked, man. It would be <laughs> way better to get there, get there, you know, like, you know, noon on Friday, play a bunch of events, do a grinder, do some shit, sleep, and then go <laughs> to the fucking Grand Prix. Yeah, know? next time I will be taking Friday off for sure. It's just like, not possible to do that again. Being well, conscious... Being conscious definitely like has its perks to you know playing magic. <laughs> Fortunately for me, I've been managed to finagle. I've been managed to f- to get Friday, then obviously Saturday, Sunday, and Monday off, so I could stay and enjoy the whole experience, and then go back on Monday and kick it with Scotty Mac, of course. Yes, yes. and KYT and, and KYT favorite, guys. Yeah, man. Well, we're gonna you know. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time, that's for sure. And to actually figure out how I'm gonna pull this off is beyond me. So, Jack, are there any major events that ever come to your area? Like, could you go just to represent MTG Cast or anything? You know, Monday Night Magic. Oh God, no! I I live in a shithole, dude. Like, (laughs) unemployment's roughly um, 25% around here, so like, people really don't have enough. um, This is gonna make me sound like a douchebag, like disposable income to support the local store. So like, our local store is really struggling. And um, if I want to go anywhere close, like, I have to go to this place called Hillside Games in Asheville. Uh, which is about an hour away from here, and they always have like these huge tournaments for like moxes and stuff. And I mean, I, I love the sound of my own voice. So I always turn around and plug Monday Night Magic, and of course I'm going to plug Mana Screwed now. Um, <laughs> awesome man. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, it, it's it's really hard to come by a place like North Carolina. Such a weird place because either stuff is in South Carolina, so you have to drive two to three hours to get to something, or it's like in every state around us and just seems to mystically skip us for no apparent reason at all whatsoever. Yeah, I could kind of, you know, I I really, and this isn't trying to sound douchebaggy as it is, but other than like the Tar Hills, I really don't know a whole hell of a lot about North Carolina, so I, I kind of imagine it being a place where not a lot is going on. 
Um, we have incest and really good <laughs> barbecue. And nice. that's pretty much what we're known for. Like, if you can imagine every southern stereotype duct taped together and somewhat held together with Walmart clothes, that is exactly what North Carolina is like. <laughs> that's what's so you guys are like, you're like the southern version of North Dakota. Yeah, oh. pretty much. <laughs> There's like nothing going on there, but it's still like, you know, in a shithole. Tom, oh, I yeah. hope and you're I mean, not like, listening. Part of our problem is like we we come from a very like mill based society around here, and of course the mill started outsourcing years ago for like you know India and crap like that. And of course our town wasn't prepared for that. So like at all the college campuses, you'll see like all the young kids, then the fifty year olds and the forty year olds who worked in the mills their entire life going back. So currently everybody's unemployed and a student. That nice. sucks. Oh yeah, totally. But I mean, like it's it's quiet here. I mean, that's the one advantage of it. But uh, no, nothing ever, huge or major ever comes around here. We um, our local store sometimes does have like uh, big EDH tournaments going on, and those are always fun to get into, especially if you're in a multiplayer Magic. Um, so what? So like, what? How's the tournament run? Like for EDH? Uh, just, so I just get like thirty thirty people in one fucking table and just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait 45 minutes for your turn so someone can, like, you know, Armageddon. <laughs> it's happened, man, but no, what we typically do is, like, it really depends on how many people we get. We've had as little as four people show up for a tournament before, and we've had as many as maybe 30. Um, we set it up in, like, four-player pods, and we let them play their games out, and then the first-place winner would be, like, the last man standing, I guess. Um... And the second place winner, which is the, of course, the last person left at the table other than them, they are the winners, and they get paired off against the other winners, and the losers get paired off against the losers. And uh, I don't know, we have a very weird way of setting it up. Obviously, the whole thing's not sanctioned, but uh, right. yeah. But I mean, sometimes that's pretty fun. Um, we occasionally have like, go ahead. No, I was just saying, like you know, tournament style multiplayer just seems so like out of control, man, because, like, you and your buddy just fuck the other guys real fast so that you guys can, like, move on, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, that's exactly how it works, like, and especially, uh, what's really funny is we have these two guys that are brothers, and they will sit there, and it doesn't matter who is the beatdown or the threat at the table, they will always focus on screwing the other guy up first. Like the brother? uh, The other brother? Yeah, Yeah, I mean, like, it's the whole sibling rivalry thing or whatever, (laughs) and... Of course, everybody at my store doesn't like to play nice generals. I play Sharam most of the time, but I play Azami if we ever do like one-on-one, which is really rare. Um, the one I'm really using a lot now is uh, actually Anawan, the Ruin Sage, because you have to sack a guy at the start of your upkeep. Everybody around the table does, which hurts really bad. But we also have guys who play like... Go ahead. That's like a serious bullseye right on your forehead. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it's rare if ever I like come in on the winner's circle. Um, but then, like, we always have that one guy that plays Gaddick Teague. That's not fun. Yeah. See, Jack, I do have to say that I definitely appreciate your brand of douchebaggery, just so that you know. So I want you to keep that in mind when all the people, you know, insult you about about you being a douchebag or whatever. I, I just want you to know there are those of us out there that really respect that. Well, I think also, see, like, a lot of people, like, when you you say you're a douchebag, it doesn't matter if it's me or anybody else. Like, they immediately think of a griefer. And I think there's a huge divide between a griefer and a douchebag. Like, I like presenting people with challenges they've never had before. And because that's what really separates the boys from the men when it comes to magic. And um, 
most people, when they have something that they don't know how to handle or they've never seen in a game before, they will simply panic and like scoop up their cards or they'll come up with a plan that doesn't really work and then they'll just turn around and call you a douchebag. Well, I'll perfectly accept that title. Um, griefers tend to slant the game into just like whatever horrid angle gives them the most advantage, which is also a lot of fun. I totally advocate that in every way possible whatsoever. I mean, if it's a tournament, you're trying to win, right? I mean, there's no right, reason not right. to play the, the stupid, cheap-ass general that's just going to get you there. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, totally. But, like, in a casual multiplayer setting, like, uh, a lot of people, they... I guess they tend to write off douchebaggery as something, like, horrible and malicious, but, I mean, I, I try not to make it personal is the thing. And, I mean, sometimes with griefing, like, they take it out of hand, but it, it's really a synonym, so you can exude that either way, I guess. I, I think that, uh, like, really, I don't know. Personally, I, I consider douchebaggery, like, general douchebaggery, to just be kind of... kind of being a annoying but not like to be an actual complete dickhead you know i mean oh, yeah. you just you're you're i mean you are happily annoying people on purpose but you're not necessarily just trying to make the game completely miserable i mean you know that's the last yeah. thing. I, I don't mind people playing annoying decks just because they like annoying cards right but if you're like if you're an annoying person on top of it just being like like just yeah i just did that to you what do you think about that huh it's like, well, fuck you. You know that that makes you a douchebag. You a rarely real, say fuck you to me. Douchebag. Not just like you're playing the douchebag deck. The douchebag deck. I mean, as long as it's legal, who the fuck cares, man? That's the deck to play if you're gonna win. I mean, but you know, if you're just like just got a, someone with a bad attitude, or they're all like fucking just acting like a total jackass the whole time, man. That shit's fucking. I fucking hate that shit, and that's, you know, sometimes you go down to Friday Night Magic and stuff, and you got some guys like that with these fucking <laughs> kind of attitudes, and it's just like... What kind of attitude you know was that again? It's just a <laughs> kind of attitude, and it's just like, fucking fuck those guys, man. Fucking fuck. They just make so, the game not fun. Like, everyone's here to play a game. We should be having fun, because it's a game. That's why we're here, you know. I don't care if you play something totally stupid and it's annoying, it's cheap or whatever, whatever, you know, adjective you want to attach to it, but it's like it's a game. So if if it's really cheap and it's fucking broken, they just need to like make a rule against it, you know, or and if it's not, then fucking just get over it and fucking play magic and everyone should just be, you know. I'm so characters. glad Ben's here tonight. Yeah, totally. I'm so glad I mean, Ben's fuck. here tonight because I didn't really want to go off tonight, and Ben's doing all the ranting for me, Ooh, so I don't really need fuck. to say anything. But he's oh, doing no, it so beautifully, though. That's the thing. <laughs> the tangent. All it takes happened? is a couple glasses of tequila, man, and it's all set, dude. <laughs> what would have happened? What would be, Ben be like tonight if he'd have won the thing? Yeah, I know. Really, you wouldn't be able to I'd be, shut I'd be up. like, everybody's noobs. I'm the best player <laughs> in the world. Everyone should be sucking on my dick. He'd be like, you I know, got like, six bars okay, of soap. I, Everyone, pick them up. You think you're cool? Come ride the Thoktar, bitch. Yeah, that's right. That's what I thought. You, you can't handle the Thoktar, can you? Oh God, I gotta get the mute button here. Holy shit, man! Wow. Nice, Ben. No, I, I got a mute button for you. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, this is the Ben show tonight, man. Fuck yeah, dude. Take over. <laughs> uh, wow. Okay, cool. So, Jack, uh, other than that, anything else that you have going on that you wanted to talk about? Oh, God. Right thought now. I'd put you on the um, spot like that. 
Yeah, it, it, like every, it's funny because it seems like everybody on MTG Cast is within the central time zone, and I'm like the lone dickhead over on the East Coast. So whenever Tom or you guys are just like, "Yeah, we're recording at 11 or we're recording at nine," I'm like, "Ah, uh, yeah, sure, I'm not doing anything at 1 a.m. I could probably squeeze that in." <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm, Sleep I'm absolutely. Sleep is overrated, dude. You oh yeah, absolutely. Like, and what's funny is like after a while, when you start hallucinating due to the insomnia and everything, I mean, it, it just makes life more entertaining and more fun. Yeah, well, I thought some of the people play better magic. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I thought mean, that too. I thought some of the people yeah, yeah. at the tournament were I hallucinations. Play good magic, man. I always play good magic. It's it's tangent who doesn't know how to play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to <laughs> I just, shuffle. I just don't. Play not magic, knowing how to shuffle is not not knowing how to play. Bad magic. I just don't play magic. Uh huh. Because uh-huh. Stark is way cool. Send all your questions <laughs> to manascrude at gmail.com. Attention, Ben. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you sure it's uh, manascrude and not mana deprived today? Oh, yeah. Not mana deprived like I did this week on <laughs> you can You can send it to ride the thoctar at gmail.com. <laughs> you better go get joking. that email address now, man. I already got it. I already got it, bitch, and it's already forwarding to my actual email, <laughs> <laughs> which was a huge pain in the ass because I was trying to like send email from my Hotmail account to the you know ride the Thoctar, and it was like, where's the email at? And it's like, and I'm you know it's the first time I've been in my Hotmail account in about right. three months, so it's full of fucking spam, and it's just like, and it's not wow, very retard I'm friendly, so, so you were having an issue, anymore, right? Because this is fucking complete garbage, and, right? Yeah. Uh huh. But yeah. You need to get one of those re- retard-friendly email accounts. Jack, please send it to rideoxar <laughs> at gmail.com. Oh, I'm sure even if they send it to you, it'll somehow find its way to me. It always does. Oh, I'm going to forward it to you, so don't worry. Oh, yeah. Like, you need to do that, though, because like, sometimes the, the shit we get, like it is so it like just horribly written. Like It's, it's sometimes a group effort to try and decode it, really. It's so, all like, was this guy trying to speak English or what? No, no, no. Like, we, uh, I'm I fear for public week. schools. I really do. Because if this is what they're cranking out, like, you know, and that's going to be the state of our country in a few years, like, you might as well start building the bomb shelters now because the meek will inherit the earth. We, me and Tom, like, all the time, we get ones where it's, they leave out, like, whole consonants and whole vowels and stuff like that. And I mean, I'm an English major, so I guess, like, I expect those kind of, kinds of things in people's writing. But then, like, there's a whole word missing from a sentence. And then you go on to the next one, and it doesn't have, like, any kind of verb or noun agreement. So it just comes out as, to what D there did, damn it, you suck. Yeah, and, and probably <laughs> they include in there, like, you're a fucking idiot or something, right? Like you, yeah, you, they always get the insult <laughs> right, and then after that, it's just no. It, it doesn't matter if they're actually like using proper grammar at all. Right? No, they, but they I probably, mean, they call they you an idiot exactly like that. So you know, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. And the curse words always managed to get out. Yeah, <laughs> curse words and the fact that they actually like refer to you as a moron, but they can't actually write a fucking letter. Basically, yeah. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Email I, has email has spell check, boys and girls. Please oh, learn for, how to use it. No, yeah. they never will, even if you tell them. Oh, by the way, a couple posts on, on the Mana Screwed podcast website, which, again, Ben's Grand Prix uh, post, and then also uh, Beamy has his EDH deck posted on there, which I went ahead and actually put in bold your uh, your heading, headers that I thought should be bolded so you can actually t- differentiate that from the deck. I hope you don't mind. But uh, other than that, yeah, check those things out and leave comments on them, please. 
My deck's kind of incomplete. It has 81 cards in it, and it's you know supposed to have like 65. So I'm kind of over, and I really my theme's kind of all messed up. But it's kind of what happens when you scramble and just say, "Oh, look, here's my general, and this card will work, and this one will work, and all suddenly you have a big stack of cards." Well, you have it out there, right? So now people can comment and let you know what they feel about it. Yes. Yes. If they cared about EDH and actually look at our website. Well, that's true. <laughs> but that I would I would comment, but I just don't want to look th- you know look through all these cards and figure out what the fuck they are. <laughs> yeah, that's what Ben Ben is uh, working on getting it to where we have uh, uh, to where you'll type in the card and it'll automatically link to it, so we don't have to worry about people needing to search for the cards. So, so yeah, you'll just mouse over and it'll actually show a picture of the card, so you don't have to actually like explain the card or anything. They just mouse over and see what it is. That is in the works, and also I'll have my This Week in Magic by the end of the week, too, and maybe some Grand Prix pictures. And no interviews, huh? Uh, the, the, there are no audio files saved on my recorder. I, I We honestly, and, and Smitty can even vouch for this because he felt the same way. It was like when you were there, it was almost impossible to go around and try and interview anyone because you were so busy concentrating and focusing on what you were doing. Uh, he said basically the same. He's the one who said to me that he thought about trying to do interviews, but it's just like he, he was too focused on actually playing. He wouldn't have been able to do that. And I kind of felt the same way. It was like even though we had some time in between rounds, it's like you almost need to be there to do interviews or to do, you know, to, to play. And maybe maybe the second day had I actually stayed around, I would have had some time. But all the recordings that I did have are just gone. Like, the whole thing was just deleted. I don't know why, but... Well, I think what I, I think we're going to try to do is, since um, I will be... Well, I'll be staying with Scotty Mac and Kelly Reed, and I keep forgetting who else is coming with us uh, it, at, at Scotty Mac's place, um, that... Uh, uh, I can't remember together that I'm going to hope to uh, be able to get them to uh, do something like that, to just have a sit-down BS conversation. Right. So that that's kind of the plan right now, and you know, and I'm fortunate because when we were talking about um, going to uh, uh, Toronto and getting everything confirmed and stuff like that, the little war that. Uh, uh, Mr. Scotty Mack and KYT, I thought I was a valuable commodity for five seconds. I should have told that to my wife. <laughs> Why? She would have got jealous. <laughs> Why? What was that? Because they, they were joking about the fact that, that Scotty Mack was, you know, having me stay by him. And then KYT said, oh, he's coming up just to see me. And it was <laughs> oh, like... Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> nice. So they were having a little joke on it. And like I said, my whole thing is, is I'm going to go up. I'm going to get to hang with the guys from there, be able to just... You know, shoot some stuff and have a really good time, and that's really what I care about. You know, I, granted, would it be nice if I did something? Absolutely, but I'm going there for more of the experience, just to be able to enjoy it, to be able to enjoy what happens afterwards. You said I'm you're like going to shoot some stuff, what run. polar bears or something? What is, what is it you're going to be shooting up there? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, blanks, Canucks. Hey, Canucks. hey, hey, nice. 
You never know. Oh no, I can't do that. I'm married. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm with me. Jeez. Oh my God. Well, it will be. It will be a couple does guys your, in the same. Does room, your wife so. listen to the podcast, dude? No. Are you kidding? No. Me? No, I don't know. I, to the first. I mean, Amelia listens, right? Tangent. Yeah. 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 So. So. I mean. She gave it five minutes and started laughing well, at me hilariously. So she gave up. Yeah. I mean, I'm 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 not very like, you know, pretty polite, female friendly. You know, I just don't like to fucking talk like that. I like to talk like I feel like, and not like, oh, let's mind our p's and q's and like be polite and stuff. So, and most girls like politeness and not just like people dropping f bombs and talking about having sex with fictional fucking beasts. You know? <laughs> that explains why none of the women actually like you. But I understand what you're saying, Ben. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Ben, what you got to forget is, man, is that my wife's... Well, now the girls listen to this, so they don't know that I have sex with fictional beasts, so <laughs> I'm okay. I have... You know, remember, Ben, my wife is an inner-city school teacher, so believe me, she knows what it's like to deal with the highly educated, like we get from the emails that Jack gets, and... <laughs> Because she's the one teaching them, so you know. I know poor people suck. We all know that. I mean, they're just annoying. It's like I even I shop at the poor people store because that's where everything's super cheap, and it's just like I just get mad because there's poor people everywhere. I mean, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like why do you why do you guys act like this? Like why don't you just be normal? Like it's totally if you want. Like I'm poor, but I'm normal. It's like these people are poor, but in addition to being poor, they're also poor people you know it's like this, <laughs> this acts poor there's like oh my god my life sucks so bad i just gotta be a bitch at every single person i ever fucking meet because i don't know how to make my life better i mean it's lame I don't for like a moment i i would swear that we had sandwich on right now but apparently this <laughs> is ben in like sandwich is coming out of his mouth or something I was wondering yeah, where a sandwich has been. I was I was actually eating a sandwich right, and I was like spitting it out while I was talking. So, <laughs> I didn't right. oh my god, cool! Well, Our... I gotta tell you, that was just you know, it, it it was quite hilarious hearing about the stories and the fact that you didn't get to enjoy your time because you could only plan one day around it. That's why, like I said, this was planned that I could have time with the people I wanted to be with, yeah. and anything you really want to get like a four-day weekend you know you want you want to have like the day before and the day after the event so that you can you know actually enjoy it and not have to worry about like oh you know we can't do this event on a sunday because we got to be back for work on monday i look at it this way it's it's four days away from my wife and kids and that alone is victory for me yeah man oh <laughs> you know oh my god plus you <laughs> like, can spend a little you. time in america's hat <laughs> oh, you realize you realize tangent that more than just us listen to this show. <laughs> oh, I know, and they know that I love them. Otherwise, I wouldn't be saying it. So, it's all good. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so um, the only other thing I think is going on, uh, Jack, tomorrow. Um, preview. Uh, oh yes! Oh yeah! I yeah. should oh, mention hey, that. Considering that, well, let me tell you guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce out of here. There's Good. Some females are it's about damn time. IMD, so have fun, man. I'll, Get out! I'll talk to you guys later. Later, man. Peace out. All right. Uh, what was? Oh yeah, the 
The super secret special ultra deluxe, uh, totally hidden, except now we're revealing it, so fuck it. Uh, yes. Spoiler cast for Monday Night Magic is going to be going up on Friday. We're actually going to be recording it tomorrow, but because we can't release it or Wizards of the Coast will personally come down and castrate each one of us, it's going up <laughs> on Friday. And I, I got to say, like, Beamy's seen this card already. I mean, I'm kind of excited about it. I think it's kind of sick. And in my usual douchebaggery fashion, I've dropped a few extremely subtle hints over on my Tumblr feed, if anybody's still reading that, between, like, all the pictures of half-naked women that have been up and my random, like, bitchings about my life. <laughs> um, so oh, great. It, yeah, so you, things like, it are, is a card. It is made of paper. Things oh, like no, no, that. like, when we spoiled Dark Tutelage, I... I what was it I said about it? I, I did spoil that it was not a tutor, but <laughs> I said something like, it only has eyes for you, and it was in reference to the art, and the people on the MTG Salvation thread, like, they're all like, it's going to be a tutor that you play at the end of your turn, oh and my it makes God. you lose your turn if you don't that's... pay it on the upkeep. It, it was great. Yeah, that's why Tom was panicking, huh? I, I remember, like, oh, yeah. he had a little bit he... of a fit of panic for a minute there. Yeah, he sent me a thing because he, he was like, you know... Uh, Jack, uh, what what exactly have you wrote there? And I'm like, look at the hints. Just look at them. And of course <laughs> I was teasing, so like when somebody would post their idea, and I'd be like, your idea sucks. And they would be like, why does it suck? Is it this that's wrong, this that's wrong, da 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 And I would just say, no, 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 it, it just, it's just bad. Move on to something better. <laughs> well, Jack, what you're forgetting is, is you're telling them we're, we're spoiling poison counters. Ooh. Poison, poison token cards. Oh, well, have we perhaps oh. said too much then? Oh, doggone it, I shouldn't have said that. Oh. Uh, well, I mean, I did kind of hint at something like that, because uh, on my thing I had, I was like, I'm sick. But, I don't know, maybe too that was too, like, vague or something. But, yeah, it it does have an awful bit of a, what, what is it that they're calling it now? Infect, I believe? Oh. Yes. Rather than just so it's got an STD is what you're trying to say. I get totally, it. like, and if you yeah. pick up this card, you're going to get super hepatitis on your hands, <laughs> and warts are going to be all over the place, and, and they're going to creep up to your eyes. No, wait, no, 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 wait, and if you're a woman, you're going to suffer from blue waffle. Oh. That is <laughs> the most disgusting thing I think we've ever looked upon, like, Google, like, and it's getting to the point on uh, Monday Night Magic where we're having, where we all get together right before the show, and we just look up something totally disgusting, and it, it's very unsettling right before we begin most of the time, i got to say. <laughs> Well, the one thing that Tangent seems to be consistent between the podcasts that, that I've been fortunate enough to be a part of is that the first 20 minutes of the show tends to be a lot funnier than the next two hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. <laughs> well, except for the except for the A-team because, you know, they have Jay Bush and he just kind of, you know, yeah. get him and, get him and uh, uh, Medina on and, you know, just let the recorder go, you know. Just fade into the background. Yeah, yeah, no kidding, man. That was that was crazy. I couldn't believe how long that thing went. But just the those thing about two. It is, my gut says is they went longer than that. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Car talked about having to edit the living bejesus out of it left and right, and you know, I, I don't doubt it. But no, you know, that's the thing is that you know, I mean. And you're starting to see right now with them is there you can see where each of them have their niche uh huh as far as what they're doing and that's why it's really working well. So, oh, that, that was that, another thing cool. about Boosh though is like he was staying in the same hotel as us and he walked through the door when I was at the counter trying to argue with the manager about our room and everything. He's like, "Oh man, yeah, well that's pretty gay, you know, or whatever he said, but he was like, "That sucks, dude." 
He's like, you know, I and he gave, told me his room number and said, you know, you can come in if you want. But since we were out there for another hour beyond that point waiting, we just went and crashed. So it was cool of him, though, man. To, you know, Bush is a cool guy for sure. Is he is he in crazy his real life as he is online? <laughs> Uh, I mean, he's cool. He's awesome. I mean, he talks normal. We talk together and we talk normal to each other, you know. But, I mean, it wasn't like he was, like, jumping off tables and, like, you know, like, headbanging and uh, moshing around the place or anything. He was just, you know, he was a cool guy, and he just basically said it how said how he felt, you know what I mean? He's just so, straight so, up. So what was the most memorable experience about going outside of... Ben getting screwed over by the judges for being, or no, Smitty getting screwed over by the judges. Well, that oh. was your most memorable moment. Well, I mean, it had to have been the fact that that's, that's the point. It was, Smitty playing uh, Saito was probably the most memorable thing, man. Because Saito actually seeing him in person, you see him, you've seen him on, you know, like GGS Live or whatever. But like I have now seen seen him on uh, in real life. Slapping himself in the face as he's playing and stuff like that, and it's it's pretty really two and a half feet tall. Crazy. What was that? Is he really two and a half? Feet I don't know. Tall? I couldn't tell when he was sitting down. He was at least two and a half feet tall sitting down. Let's put it that okay, way. Okay, I wasn't sure. No, and when he, you see GGS live, all you see is the overview of the table. Right. And and I have got to ask this question. This drives me nuts. Everybody they put on the feature table, they take their doggone cards and sit in their hand and they go and they shuffle them. Like, Man, the I, cards are not going to change. I know, I know. I don't... That is not something you have to ask about. I see that all the time, even at the stores that I play at, like the regular stores. I am not that way. I, I don't know if it's, like, a nervous thing or what, but, man, they just, like... They they do that. It's, like, something that they do with their hands, and I don't know why they do it, right? But they're always doing it. And it's not it's not everyone, you know, but but a lot of people do do it, and it drives me freaking crazy. Like if they're doing it Jack? to drive me crazy, then they are successful. Do you see that, Jack? Where see players what? Will just take their hand and start shuffling it. Oh yeah, like and constantly, and then yes. there's the clicking noise. That they like do it's with a cards. nervous twitch or something, but it's actually just like shuffling their cards and doing crazy crap. Well, the yeah, good like, thing about it is the good thing about it is is that just before the A team does their podcast. They have a question and answer uh, session where ask your question, and that's going to be my question. And I'm going to hope the fact that everyone in that group plays competitive, I can get that answer. That's just me. No, man. I yeah, totally. I watch it on TV, and it just drives me nuts. And the guys who are watching, the guys who are watching. Um, are like the same thing. Like, okay, well, I think he had this in his hand, and all of a sudden, like, and it's gone. He's like, well, I thought he had that. And it's like, seriously, uh, you know, it, it is. It's 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 really weird because it's basically uh, what it looks like. It, what it looks like when you watch it is it's an overview, and I and I do believe what it is is they just have a camera up on top and it's peering straight down at it. But it looks like it's something they can move slightly. Yeah, and it's it is. It's it's a camera on a big arm, basically. You know, and they can move it wherever they want. So Yeah. I, I just I don't I don't understand it. I mean I, I'm wondering if it's a poker thing or you know, 'cause is it something they're trying to get a psychological advantage to make you think, Oh, I have something. Let me shuffle them up and see if I can play it against you. I 
Well, I mean, you know, it's it's fine if it's like a nervous thing, but if it's I I don't know. Like I've known some some people that just had like other nervous actions that they did. Like this one guy I was playing against, he just kept going right, 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 like all the time. Like everything that I would say, he'd be like right, like that, and it was just like, dude, relax, man. Like <laughs> it is not that exciting. Trust me. But, you know, it was just like, it was, I mean, he was a cool guy and everything. It was just like, it's just funny. They all have these different things that they do. I, it, I, you know, and I guess uh, it's weird to me because, you know, I play so many different types of games. And when people do that stuff, you almost wonder, you know, is there, are they trying to be sneaky about it? Or are they trying to do something? So I don't know. Like I said, it, it's just an annoying thing that c- catches me every time. And all the pros do it. Every one of the feature matches, they're constantly doing that. And they're doing it with, like, two cards. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I've heard that, like, KYT does that whole shuffling thing. And I just don't get it, man. Like, like I- I'm sure that he probably, he probably is just, like, trying to shuffle the cards and everything. But I think he's probably really cheating, you know? What do you think? Well, you know, it could be. I mean, you know, if you shuffle those cards right and, you know, you can perform magic, you could probably slip, you know, a different card in there that you need to win. Right, right. But, you know, only those people that know how to do magic and cards and stuff like that could do stuff like that. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, really, though, like, I guess the comparison would be with, like, the shuffling of the cards is, like, when you're playing poker... It's just you you only have the two cards, but you have your poker chips on the table a lot. And, and like, almost every poker player, especially if they've been doing it long enough, they play with their chips. They'll clank them and, you know, they'll, they'll like, uh, like shuffle their chips or roll them in their fingers or do whatever. But they're, they're almost always doing something with their chips. So it's probably somewhat similar to that, I would assume. But that's chips. I mean, you know, you're, you're using it as a, you know, a thing to distract you, but well, you never money. know what's a distraction. Like, is Saito slapping himself because it's a distraction, or is he doing it to keep himself awake? You know, I mean, is is he is he trying to He's, keep himself focused? I thought you were joking. No, no, he really does slap himself in the face like over and over again, and, and like uh, he was doing that like during when Smitty and, and him were playing, and then like also you know. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I played against this one guy who who also did basically. He'd just be like, hmm, 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 like every five seconds, dude. He was just hmm, and I thought like it was like that nervous twitch again. It's like, dude, please just freaking calm the fuck down, dude. I can't handle that kind of stuff when I'm trying to concentrate. So I apparently need to get over other people's like retarded isms or something because I just don't get it, man. Okay, I make a promise to all my friends on the A team that when we play for fun or even for serious, that I will not make any of those goofy, nervous habit things. That I yes. will just sit there Thank and you. I will hold my cards in my hand, and when I'm ready to play, I will tap my mana, drop my card, <laughs> and say what happens. <laughs> no, I want you to do your nervous, crazy things. That way, I can make fun of you about it on the podcast. Like I make fun of the fact that Ben's always. You know, riding his woolly thoctar while we're playing, and that's just weird and creepy. No, but what your problem is is, see, if I go there and I do something really stupid, it's going to be all over their podcast, and that's the last thing <laughs> I need. That's why it would be funny, man. 
Jack, do you got any nervous uh, twitching things, or you know, do you just got like a tick where you just like keep like, you know, closing one eye and twitching your head, and or Tourette syndrome or anything like that? Well, what I used to do, and it was really stupid, but it could screw with a couple of people. Is um, if I thought I was winning or I was on the ropes, it would just depend on what was going on. Um, I would like start debating out loud what my opponent was going to do, and like with really <laughs> bad players, that screws with them because it's like, oh my god, he knows everything I'm going to do. Wow, it's like he's in my brain. Yeah, but really. then like with really good players, they're sitting there and they're just smirking because you're looking like a total jackass in front of them, and they're like, yeah, I'm I'm totally going to use this piece of removal on your creature that doesn't matter in the grand state of things. Uh, thankfully, though, I broke myself of that. Um, let's see, though, like I still have kind of like the thing where like. If absolutely everything is going to like shit in a pot pourri pot, like I'll occasionally like desperately hope for that top deck, and when I don't go, like I guess give my emotions away or whatever. But um, other than that, no, like I try really hard not to. I have this one guy though that I play with that when he starts losing, he immediately starts chain smoking. Now that's hilarious and obnoxious, but hilarious. <laughs> Wait, you can smoke in the place where you play? Oh no! This is like at my house and like oh, at okay. houses and stuff. Nice. Okay. But like, no, the the guy's sitting there, and you always know when like he either his hand is crap or things aren't going exactly the way he wants because out come the Marlboros. Yeah, yeah. The sandwich in Ben's old house, the 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 like floor and the whole house was just like basically so shitty made that that whenever sandwich would sandwich just has this like nervous thing with his leg where he's constantly bouncing his leg. Like he doesn't have to have too much caffeine; he just does it constantly when he's playing, and uh, and it would like shake the whole friggin' house. So that was one, you know, that was the sandwich thing. But other than that, I don't know too many people like personally that have like some weird nervous thing going on. Besides the beamy, um, Jack, I have a quick yeah. question for you. Yeah, sure. I think you just blew up on Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, I was just sitting here serving through MTG Sally and like uh, Dr. Jeebus I don't know if you guys actually follow him at all um, he had this thing where he was like because Powder Keg was such a terrible card they now bring us Ratchet Bomb and I was like Ratchet Bomb what the hell is that so I went to looking on Sally and Ratchet Bomb is a two casting artifact that reads tap put a charge counter on Ratchet Bomb tap sack Ratchet Bomb destroy all permanents that have a converted mana cost equal to like the charge counters on Ratchet Bomb and to me, that's just crazy. Wow. I like that card, so I've yeah. been clacking away gently on Twitter about it. That's crazy, man. That is cool. Where did you find this card? Uh, it's over on... I'll just put it up in the chat over here. It's over on MTG Salvation. Um, there we go, yeah. Clickety-click. Ah, not copy-paste. There we go, yeah. And it's got a great, big, nice, high-definition JPEG to bring up on your monitor. Oh, that's Yay, so because... pretty. But that does look like... A card that has douchebaggery written all over it. It actually looks like a BDSM-themed football. Uh, a BDSM-themed? Yeah, because it's this very, like, spherical shape. It has spikes, and it looks like straps holding it together. <laughs> yeah, come Dude. on, Internet. Apparently you're blowing up the, f the site, too, or something. He's taking the site down <laughs> intentionally. Um, yeah, I, I just like screwing with you guys. The card is actually fake. Totally. <laughs> nice, nice. The, the only thing, the one thing I saw that uh, this week that actually, to go off subject a little bit, is now that it looks like for some reason now I'm end up putting a 
it looks like they're forcing me to play a white version of an artifact deck is the uh, is the true conviction which is three and three white enchantment creatures you control have double strike and lifelink oh my god Ooh. really wow uh-huh uh-huh, uh-huh. And then you copy that with Temper Steel, which gives you artifact creatures plus two, plus two. And all of a sudden, you just get to go wham. And well, Double yeah. Strike's never been that significant in Magic, though. I mean, come on. Who wants Double Strike creatures? Lifelink. Well, there's <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I like the silence there. You guys are like, uh, is he serious? Or... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, no, that was a joke. But anyway, yeah, that is pretty sweet, man. Well, that's that's just that's for my lovely friends to get crushed over like grapes with. And I have to mention one thing. Now I realized after putting together my own version of it, uh, I now realize why. Um, excuse me. Um, wow, well, he's getting all choked yeah. up about it. Oh, yeah, I know. I can't get my words <laughs> uh, Hypergenesis was banned. I just put together a hypergenesis deck that basically uh, went out of control and spiraled hey, into. Do you have a uh, mic issue, or are you uh, you I see you might have been a little ways from your mic there, but you were trying to explain why hy- hypergenesis, and uh, it sounded like you were fading out. So just no, oh, I'm sorry, my voice is fading in and out. Uh, <laughs> the hypergenesis with the uh, and I had it, the enchantment, and of course I lost it in my head. It's two and uh, three blue where you can play with your top card reveal, and you can play it like it's from your hand, and you combine that with hypergenesis, and you can just go through your entire deck and put everything out there. Yeah. One by one by one. Had you, do you, you know the link to the EDH uh website where you can see all the the cards that are banned and everything correct yes but this is this is for my friends that i want to douchebag them to death oh well just play with all the banned cards then that's the best way well yeah no doubt gifts ungiven (laughs) (laughs) i still yet to figure out why doubling season is not banned in extended or legacy or anything like that because it's fun explain that one to me because it's fun yeah, it's fun, because it's a five-costing enchantment that doesn't immediately do anything unless you have stuff to support it. Yes, but we'll and because it's fun. <laughs> okay, well, you know, lesson learned today, boys and girls. Yeah, lesson. really. Well, I think are we pretty much done here, Beamy? Or did you have anything else you need to talk about? No, I just well, one quick thing: um, the fade to black segment this week. What is happening before, at least in our area? Before the change to getting Koth the Almighty God, um, the Valakut deck has be started to become real, real successful. Like, he went 4-0 last week with it, and out of the 26 people they had there, the top eight, four of them were Valakut decks. Wow. So people are preparing for it even before the change. Okay. So I, that's just one little. So one you're little thinking that people might might be already planning against Koth before it even happens, is what you're saying. And to make Koth even better. Oh, okay. So all it's going to do is fill the. You're going to put that in the Valakut deck. You put Koth in there. All you do is give it another win option now. So oh, it's right, going to be interesting. Right. Yeah. That card plugs so many holes. 
And so many ducks. You got to be careful saying that. You're lucky Ben's not on here because if you start talking about cost plugging holes, he's going to get excited. So you just have to be really careful. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you know it's true, man. I hold nothing. There's nothing that Ben or Sandwich will not pull. <laughs> pull or plug? <laughs> pull or plug? That's very true. Very true. All right. Well, hey. I think uh, I would like to thank Jack definitely for coming on the show. I know it was a lot of it was just us talking about the Grand Prix and stuff, but it was still cool to have you on. And you, like your uh, co-host Tom and any other co-host on Monday Night Magic, if they should want to come on, you're always welcome, man. This is uh, this is definitely a place that would be more than happy to have you. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you guys are cool, and I had a great time. I'd be more than happy to come back sometime. Absolutely, If you, ever get, Anytime you, if want. you ever get fired from him in Monday Night Magic. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, like, actually, I need to take that up with Tom. He's uh, been meaning to cut my check recently, and, you know, <laughs> oh, it's, just, really? it's not came around yet. <laughs> yeah, he might be. But, no, like, if you guys ever need another co-host, just send me an email. Hey, man, for sure, absolutely. You're welcome anytime. Uh, it was definitely good talking to you. And uh, also thanks for uh, having the beamy on. You know, uh, that, I know he enjoyed that. So, uh, yeah, I do. Oh, and, yeah, no and problem. The other thing is, is I have to uh, generally say thank you because uh, someone said they were going to be nice enough to send me some cards. Uh, did not <laughs> did not decide that he decided to empty half his binder and send it to me. Uh, so, y- yeah, you know who you are, and uh, that's greatly appreciated, and that made me spend an extra six and a half hours on my deck changes. So, Well, I knew you'd use work. them and enjoy them, man, so it was. It, it, uh, I, I'd like to see them played more than anything, and that's, that's the important part. So. Let's just say I had the... Um, oh, man, I'm forgetting the, the one where you put a forest in the graveyard or uh, planes in the graveyard, he gets bigger. The reliquary? Night of the reliquary? Yeah, reliquary. Yeah. Well, I had that, and I also had the other one that gave me that gave me uh, multicolored creatures get plus one, plus one for each one of those. I had that out, and then I had it out with the exalted one that does two attacks around. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. So, like, I was swinging for, <laughs> like, ten on the first swing and fourteen on the second swing. That's awesome, man. Very nice. That is my version of douchebaggery. So be prepared That's up there awesome. in Canada when you see some <laughs> of my decks that they work like that because, uh, you know, I may not have the four primeval titans and the four Jace the Mind Sculptors, but I, I can I can finagle, uh, uh, you know, a $50 deck and make it successful. Oh, speaking of, of that, uh, also about playing, you know, casually, Jack, uh, where do you play? Now, I should remember oh, this yeah. for Monday Night Magic, but as you know, I listen to like, you know, we all listen to like other podcasts and things, so remembering your specific playing routine is not real easy for me. But anyway. Oh, like, I probably rarely mention it to you. I usually play all over the place. Um, I'm either in Hillside Games in Asheville, or uh, if you're ever in sunny, dilapidated Forest City, North Carolina. I'm usually at Red Planet Games and Hobbies on Main Street. So Very nice. Are there any online play at all? Oh, God, no. Like, sometimes I get on Magic Workstation, uh-huh. and I'll annoy people on there, but the problem is, <laughs> without like some kind of actual programming to back up the stack, I'll be sitting there explaining my combo, and after the first paragraph, people just log off. 
You you should play the Beamy on there though, just so that he can be annoyed by it because you know he doesn't like playing me on there. So one game. And <laughs> I'm run. just kidding, man. One game and you run. <laughs> I was busy. All right, so we we will uh, be done for the week though, but definitely um, you know check out the other shows on the MTG Cast Network. If you want to get a hold of us, email us at manascrewed at gmail.com. If you want to get a hold of Jack, Jack, go ahead and throw out your email. All right, the best place to get me is jack at mtgcast.com. You can also follow Jack LaCroix on Twitter, which is tied into my Tumblr account, where I sometimes talk about magic, but mostly talk about sex and half-naked thick chicks. <laughs> Very nice, man. And as always, you can get a hold of me on Twitter at TangentDYN and also on Magic Online, TangentDYN, and the Beamy. On, uh, on on Twitter at the Beamy, and on Magic Workst- uh, Magic Workstation as the Beamy, and on uh, MTGO as the Beamy. Very nice, man. All right, so until uh, next week, I think we are done. Um, as for now, I'm Tangent. I'm the Beamy, and I'm Jack, and we are out later. <laughs>